Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help right. out with rental cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city, or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far. Right, path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. Stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December seventh, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all year. Hey, folks. Now let's get this episode going. We are talking about The Watcher. I'm excited for this one. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Sisk. And we hate movies. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Now, this week, we're getting down and dirty into the year 2000. The film's called The Watcher. It's directed by some fella named Joe Charbanek or Charbanak, something like that. Hey, who cares? Point is... Keanu Reeves serial killer movie. Now, who is The Watcher? Is that us? Is he talking about the audience? No. Oh. Who getting watches little, The Watcher? Getting a little meta there, I feel. Yeah, huh? right? No, uh, it's, yeah, uh, it's, what they, right. it's what they call it's what they call Keanu Reeves in this movie, man. <laughs> he's not watching. He's not watching anything. He's, no, the, he's, he's, killing watches, young, he's killing young ladies. He watches them beforehand quite thoroughly, we're told, and takes extensive notes. He also, well, everyone does that. He also has <laughs> shitty DV cameras for eyes, it looks like. Because, like, yeah. you think he's filming them on the yeah. shitty DV camera, but you find out sort of midway through the movie that, no, that's just, like, Keanu cam? It's my eyes. <laughs> my cataracts. Dude, it's amazing because you're totally right. It's like you're watching this movie. It cuts to shitty DV cam stuff, and you're like, oh, so he's got, like, some digital camcorder. Yeah, like okay, he's filming it and yeah. jerking off. Yeah, he's, like, right, really yeah. doing some thorough research stalking these mm-hmm. women. But then there's a scene where he's just talking to Marissa Tomei, and it cuts to this video. There's no camera in sight. It's and Keanu all, cam. And all of a sudden, I'm watching tape with fucking Robert Sean Leonard, <laughs> and I want to throw up. <laughs> Oh, mercy me. Um, so this movie starts 
with I think one of my favorite Keanu Reeves moments ever. Uh, him dancing to Rob Zombie's Dragula. <laughs> You oh, gotta man. dig through the bitches or burn through the ditches. What was it? Witches? Dig through the ditches and burn through the ditches to frame. I'm in the back of my regular. Doing it, baby. <laughs> More human than human. <laughs> that song doesn't come in, but actually, the funny part is later in the movie, because this is like a, it's your classic shitty movie framing narrative. Later, he's doing that dance to a different Rob Zombie song. And I was like, yep. what the fuck? Is it more human, man, human? Or is that, excuse me, is that White Zombie? I think that's a White Zombie Put song. your tweet down, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is like, he's doing like... Living Dead Girl. Not, not Living Dead Girl. Right, that's definitely a Rob Zombie song. Yes. He's doing like this little hip, little kung fu dancing. Dude, everybody was kung fu dancing in well, this movie. He's doing it with a gun, too, and... Also, that song appears in The Matrix. Dragula does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big so time. So it's like, oh, what? Am I what? That just came out last year? What happened? It's a total I'd rather be watching The Matrix situation Absolutely. with this movie, if Question. that's what you're getting at. Does this movie take place inside The Matrix? Hmm. No, it takes place in Chicago. If right, they, they should have done. How big is The Matrix, right? Oh, like, pretty is big. It, is it just that Australian city? <laughs> Which I believe had Chicago street names or some such. Oh, I, so I oh, don't, I don't recall. Maybe oh. it's maybe it's like a I don't know. Maybe this could be the Matrix. That's Mr. What you... Anderson, you let yourself go, <laughs> Mr. Anderson. We believe you are purposefully out of shape for this serial killer movie, <laughs> Mr. Anderson. You finally look like a hacker. <laughs> Mr. Anderson, pleasure to meet your chins. Mr. Anderson, I'm your grandmother. Give me a cheek pinch. Pinch in your cheek, Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson, I'm an overweight podcaster. The pod is calling the kettle black. (laughs) Wait, did you just say the pod is calling the kettle black? That would have been pretty smart. I meant to say pot, so that's whatever came out of my fat mouth. This is whatever came out of my fat mouth. So, but yeah, he's a little pudgy in it for Keanu Reeves. Again, like. Oh, I mean, he still looks like a million bucks, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Nah, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like 950? <laughs> like 880, I think. Is it 880? <laughs> yeah, 80. Wow. 880 grand. Fucking brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Like you go past, you got a million bucks from some bank robbery, and then you got to pay one hundred and twenty to the cartel. Right, that's what you look like afterwards. Oh, I see. Yeah, I mean, so translation, he still looks fabulous. Mm-hmm. And James Spader in this is like nine hundred thousand dollars, but like in nineteen twenty nine, right before the stock market crash. Because <laughs> you can see it starting here, but right after this movie, it's just like. Well, because everything's gone. This is two years after his crash, and that's the movie that kind of like put him off on like a a different career trajectory a little bit. Right, that was a pretty good movie, though. Yeah, but not at the time. Like nobody gave a shit about it when it came out. It was like. Totally yeah. just thrown in the trash, and it kind of killed his career a little bit. I mean, in the '90s, you couldn't have uh, uh, like a, a love sequence with Elias Coteus <laughs> as a man. Yeah, you know, you man on man, like it, that'll, that'll ruin your also career. Also, fetish You're... sex was kind of demonized by Newt Gingrich. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, you should say that though. This movie, it's a gay movie. It's a movie about. One guy that's in love with another guy. The Watcher. Right. The Watcher is in love with James Spader. 
and it never gets there. It never no. lets. It, it's always just at the it's door. It's just you're just. It's right there. Like the Paula Cole song is about to start playing, mm-hmm. but nobody officially presses G eight on the jukebox, man. <laughs> and you're just sitting there, like, come on, do it. Mm-hmm. Just fucking yeah. do it. Hey, do it. Hey, Keanu, I saw my own private Idaho. Fucking do it. <laughs> do it, dog. Just do it. Come on, Spader. Well, it's it's like if if single white female didn't have like. If at the end they, she wasn't like, yeah, I've been in love with her the whole time, like physically, romantically in love with her the whole time. Right, you know what right, I mean? Like, right. it's, it uh, doesn't make any sense payoff, if it doesn't happen. Right? Yeah, I want to see them kiss. It's Chekhov's cock. <laughs> <laughs> Better go off by the end, right? Is that oh, the- no, Captain, my <laughs> cock went off. Stop making a mess on the bridge. Set cocks to stun. <laughs> oh, Lord. It went off in my tiny pants, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps someday I'll be made admiral in a useless fan film. <laughs> that thing is. This, it's nothing it's to do with Jim, anything. That movie's a piece of shit. Jim, is his cock going off again? <laughs> oh, God damn it. This is the tenth time he's been at Sick Bay for that cock. <laughs> I'm a doctor, Jim, not a cock doctor. <laughs> Captain, it's illogical if I should have to slip on the bridge one more time. <laughs> I'm trying to do important reports at my science station. Really, Spock, it's kind of making me nostalgic for old America movie theaters (laughs) when you find a sticky floor. Uh, In this movie, we also have uh, Marissa Tomei as Lorraine Bracco in The Sopranos. Yeah. Because what a useless character in this movie. She does nothing. I mean, she, she's kidnapped bait the whole time, and you know yep. she is. Yep. She is the psychiatrist to James Spader. Yeah, mm-hmm. so a little backstory here. So James Spader is an FBI agent who was... He is an FBI agent! <laughs> formerly stationed in L.A. where he was going after Keanu Reeves, who is the serial killer that, you know, watches women and then strangles them with piano wire. A, uh, a mishap... At a crime scene has caused uh, Spader to lose confidence himself in himself a little bit. And so he moves to Chicago. And like any obsessed lover would, Keanu follows him to the Windy City uh, and hijinks ensue. Pretty much, yeah, it's a, it's a good, concise synopsis. We should get into the... Stu- they, they do this thing where... Um, they keep whatever happened in L.A. as a big secret. And like while Keanu's dancing in the beginning, they're cutting between it. And then this yeah. whole movie, they're like cutting between it the whole like whatever happened in la is so boring and a non-starter it's like it's it's all window dressing it's like oh if we told you what it is you'd be like oh fuck this movie right like if you keep like building it up and building it up but i had the wrong info in my head the entire time watching the movie because what it is is the flashback is there's a woman tied to a chair spader runs in the house there's a fire or no there's not a fire yet spader runs into the house keanu runs out and he has to do the like do I untie this woman? Do yes. I run after Keanu? And he does like the, are you okay? Good. I'll be right back. The house catches on fire. This woman burns to death, basically. Sure. So James Spader like blames himself for it. But the way they frame it in these flashbacks, I was like, oh, fuck, man. Keanu killed his wife. Yep. This, that, and the yeah. other thing. And then it's so not even a thing. It turns out like it was a woman that he was sleeping with, but that woman was married. But it's like, what? 
Why? Why does it just make it his wife? Who yeah, cares? It doesn't, it, unless the other guy is a factor, unless Keanu is actually her husband for some reason, or maybe she was married to Marissa Tomei. Sure. What, or Ernie Hudson, who's in this movie. <sighs> Listen. For five seconds. It comes up to, like, Ernie Hudson makes the main credits, and I'm like, you know, fist in the air, like, hell yeah, here comes Ernie Hudson. I love him. I mean, we're talking four minutes of screen time. Over the course of a 97-minute movie. Honestly, it's an atrocity. <laughs> it is. I'll say it. Don't tell me Ernie Hudson's in a movie and then have Ernie Hudson be barely in that movie. He's got his cop mustache on. Yeah. A mustache? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Mustache. I thought you said cock mustache. <laughs> oh, those are pretty hip these days. God damn it, Jim. <laughs> You're not a urologist. I've been telling you. That is what is causing it to go off in my pants, Captain. It's my cock Your pubic hair has got nothing to do with it. God damn it, you fucking green-blooded Russian. <laughs> I, I put it... I shaved my pubic hair into one point because it's Star Trek, right? Yeah, that's what we call a landing strip. Uh, so Spader is like... He's in a rough patch. Yeah. He's, I guess... They never really establish if he's currently working for the FBI. He's still. not. He's on. He's on disability. Oh, oh, is that? Oh, he's got get the disability checks. Yeah, eh? because he's, he's got like mind altering migraines. Apparently. Oh, right, 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 right. And he, yeah, he's like injecting himself with migraine medicine, which I didn't know was a thing. One of the yeah, one of the first scenes is him coming home. He's got a walking can of coke. He's just oh, walking around the yep. city with a nice can of coke. <laughs> when you are thoroughly depressed and suffering from migraines, feel free to walk around a loud city. With an ice cold Coca Cola, <laughs> he brings it home. He's got. He brings in the mail. He specifically has a FedEx package. Then he's like, "Ah, fuck it," and he drops it. And <laughs> it's amazing because it's like you get this great moment of James Spader acting, being like, "Oh my god, wait a second, do I have a FedEx package?" <laughs> and then like him opening it, and be like, "Yeah, yeah, I do." <laughs> Well, it's amazing. I've never in my life been in a situation where it's like, oh, I have mail or I have a package, and I don't immediately open it. There is such neuroses that go through my head when I have mail, and I'm just like, I got to open it. I got to just get it over with. It's probably bad news. Letters or whatever, like I'll get to them sometime during the day before the next mail comes in. But if I get something from FedEx, that's like, oh, that's irregular. That's an eyebrow is raised. Like, (laughs) "Mm? either this is like a really important letter from my creditors or (laughs) it's it's a picture of a dying woman. (laughs) So this turns out to be a picture of a dying woman. (laughs) You know, as as was the fashion at the time. I got a quick question, though. So in Spader's apartment, he takes a nap before he even gets this package. He's so goddamn busy with this can of Coke. (laughs) He's got newspapers all over the place. He's a hoarder. It, okay, I was wondering, is that because he later throws up on them? And I'm like, is he just kind of like living a hamster lifestyle? Like, <laughs> I'm just going to let newspapers down? Or... Oh, hamster like the animal, not like the member of Mark Wahlberg's entourage. All right, PD, bro. Not, 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 not my buddy hamster. But like, no, he's like living like a little animal where he's got like all these newspapers <laughs> all over his house. Listen, that's the way to live, man. You don't want to get those hardwood floors messed up. I believe that James Spader shits like a parrot. <laughs> Just pellet droppings? Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, so he's just he's suffering through. So he gets a picture, and it's like, oh, no, he's back. We have no idea, unless I missed it, like what the time frame is between no. him leaving L.A. and like these new letters starting up or these new photos starting I'm up. I'm guessing just from some of the conversations, about six months to a year, because like Keanu's like later talks about some in-between time. So oh, okay. You know, 
there's a great moment. It's just this like disgusting spader hoarder lifestyle. He opens the fridge. The only thing in his refrigerator that's edible is a lemon. And he peels it and starts eating it like an orange. I Ooh. almost vomited. <laughs> and he's just like sitting on the couch like, mm, yeah, this will do. Can we have like one grizzled detective or FBI agent that's got a fully stocked fridge with like <laughs> some chili from last night and one Tupperware? You know what I mean? Maybe he makes himself a nice like he went to the deli the other day. He's got like prosciutto. <laughs> he put some Havarti yeah. cheese on there. He's got some oh, brioche. Yeah. And he makes himself a nice fucking sandwich. Can I get that once in my life? I mean, I'd love to see it, but you're not getting it here because he can't even bring himself to jerk off, which oh. is what we learned. That's an oh inter- God, interesting character note. Because it's when he's peeling this lemon and just eating it, there's a Victoria's Secret catalog, and he opens it, and he's got like a, a page between his fingers, and he's like, hmm, to ogle or not to ogle? And then it's like, nah. And he just closes up. It's like, this dude is suffering so hard, he can't even play with himself. <laughs> That's a tough road I don't want to be on. Which he gets magically <laughs> cured. So actually, somebody gets killed in his apartment building. He comes home. That's a turn on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, now he's hard. And he's like, oh, and you know, the detective is this guy. I think his name's Chris Ellis. Chris Ellis has been in a thousand things. He's been things. in everything. He's doing a southern accent in this movie for no goddamn reason. There's one woman putting on a Chicago accent. Yeah. One. And she's got like three lines to, to James Bader in this movie. And that is it. So um, he then finds out, oh, he has a picture of this woman in his house. It's been in the mail that's been collected. And then he's got, like, two other FedEx packages. He's like, oh, shit, that girl's dead. That girl's dead. <laughs> it's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> well, it's awesome because he goes to Chris Ellis. Like, he calls him up, and he's just like, uh, hey, I know that girl who got murdered or whatever. Uh, and he's like, you know, how'd you come by this information? And he's like, oh, is it this FedEx package I got? And he's like, oh, great. When did you receive it? And he goes, two days ago. <laughs> you dick. <laughs> you total dick. <laughs> yeah, no. And I think that's kind of what jumpstarts this whole thing is like, well, shit, man. Like, the blood is on his hands. He's yeah. got to get back into the game. And he says to him, like, also, by the way, I know who did this because this dude and I, you know, kind of had a Batman and the Joker thing for a while there. <laughs> That's the worst when you get that going. And then you try to move, and the guy <laughs> follows you. And it's not even like, it's like, man, just get your own life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so he basically gets wrapped up in the FBI investigation. Here's the thing about Chris Ellis. It oh, should, yeah. really should be Chris Ellis or... Ernie Hudson. That's, yes. I don't think that it makes sense. You didn't have deep enough. And it's great to have them both in a movie, but they both have to have something to do. But listen, Chris Ellis, while being a fine actor, and he's totally fine in this movie, this is the Ernie Hudson role. Yes. Like, Ernie Hudson in this movie is mm-hmm. playing, like, the dude above him. Mm-hmm. It should be reversed. Like, Chris Ellis is, like, the commander or whatever. Ernie Hudson is the guy, like, you know, pounding yeah. the pavement Boots trying to solve this ground. case. Yeah, totally. Uh, and, and then it's kind of fine because it's like... You know, the dude who wasn't in Ghostbusters is fine having four minutes of screen yes, time. Yes, exactly. But did, let fucking Ernie Hudson be in this movie, please. Did we mention what Keanu Reeves' character's name is? Oh, this? This is the, the, please, you tell. Uh, da- uh, David Allen Greer. <laughs> no, no, is that, no, that's a comedian. <laughs> it's David so, Allen Griffin. <laughs> it's so close to David Allen Greer. Every it's time dangerously somebody... <laughs> close to David Allen Greer. <laughs> Anytime somebody says it, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's going to be David Allen Greer. <laughs> well, it's awesome, too, because I don't think 
every actor in the movie <laughs> knew the name of James Spader's character because he's like Joe whatever. I never knew it. It's or, Joel. No, well, okay, see, perfect. <laughs> it's Joel, but some people in this movie are saying Joe. They definitely are. And I'm sitting there like, what is this guy's name? It's what is his name? Joel, but Joe for short. <laughs> yeah, I dropped that L. The L is silent. It's, it's French. <laughs> it's Joe. <laughs> but David Allen Griffin. Every time somebody's like, oh, it's David Allen. I'm like, it's got to be like, Greer. No, don't arrest him. <laughs> he's, a, he's a comedic treasure. <laughs> He was great on In Living Color. But it's just every time you're like, oh, man. It's, well, it's like having um, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Oswald. Lee Harvey Osmond would be the guy. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, my friend Lee Harvey Osmond. That's, like, uh, that's in one of the Osmonds, one of the lesser ranks, I think. Mark David Chatham. <laughs> James Earl Johnson. Like, it's just like... <laughs> These aren't names you're allowed to put on screen. Adolf Titler. <laughs> That's a movie I'm making. Thanks for ruining my script. It's pretty f- sexy. Uh, Steven, we have to burn the script to Adolf Titler. We think you know why. That was the alternate title to The Night Porter. <laughs> Bravo. You're welcome. So Keanu is. By the way, um, the uh, not Keanu. Um, uh, Spader is. Get them right. We're different people. <laughs> I'm just cans <laughs> made out of cans. I'm cans. He's dough. Oh my god! A remake of The Wizard of Oz with with Keanu Reeves as, as the, the Tin Man. man. Yeah. I'm just made out of cans. <laughs> I need a heart. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> David Allen Greer can be in there <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> I'd love it. Um, but so uh, Spader's going to Marissa Tomei, who looks exactly like the woman he was banging. Yeah, that's you know, a little weird, Spader. That's a bit weird. You have to you have to announce that. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm shopping for a psychiatrist, but I think I just hit the jackpot." <laughs> How many people go in that office just to hit on her? She's got to be like, you know what, man? No, <laughs> Keanu does it. Yeah, he, he comes does. In, he's he like, really- How many people do you think visit you because you're so beautiful? You're like, <laughs> I know you're a serial killer, so ew. But really, ew. <laughs> Double ew. So he's on the case. Um, Keanu finally calls him. He's like, hey, it's me. I followed you to Chicago. Chicago sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cold. He does get in a dig at New Jersey for no reason. Though. Yeah, that, that hurt my feelings. What uh, does he say about Jersey? He's like, at least you didn't move to New Jersey. And then they both go, <laughs> jokes but he got, he basically is like oh i'm gonna jokes. i'm gonna make uh i'm gonna make a game okay do you want to play a game but it's basically <laughs> like i'm gonna send you a picture every time i because because you've not been opening my mail that i've been sending you have you been receiving my packages <laughs> like I, I got delivery confirmation <laughs> Shipping isn't free, James Spader. It's bullshit. I guess I'm gonna <laughs> gonna need signature required. <laughs> was it because I was spelling your name without the silent L? All right, Spader, you're gonna have to go to the shipping hub to get that picture. <laughs> By you... the way, that girl's totally dead. <laughs> it's open between the hours of ten and one. <laughs> 
It's in a really inconvenient part of the city, (laughs) and you have to go there to get the picture. I didn't want to have to come to this because you're literally home all fucking day. <laughs> but no, um, so he says, I'm going to send you a picture. Um, you have until 9 p.m. that night to, oh, yeah. to find this woman or else I'm going to kill her. Like, that's the game. This is the game of cat and mouse. We're going to be catting and mousing. Oh, sure. And let me tell you, so this is, you can tell that this is the year 2000. We're making this movie in 99. Well, because it had Dragula in the beginning. Well, yeah. <laughs> And Mainly tipped off due to Dragula. Also, one of the most prominent prominent locations in this film is a mall. <laughs> well, that's what I was getting to. So this woman that he's stalking uh, works at a camera store in a mall where you can buy film for a film camera. And what I, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, I should warn the audience if they find themselves in this particular situation. But you never will no, because these stores don't exist. But what happens is he walks in and he's like, can this film do whatever? And she's like, I don't know. I just work here. And what he does is he loads the film into this camera and he starts taking pictures of this woman. And I was going to say, you know, all you people out there in listener land, if you're working at a store, a camera store, and some dude comes in taking pictures of you in the camera store, you should probably call the police. Yeah. But, but now that's just what all everyone does. Everyone's right. taking pics. Oh, it doesn't yeah, matter dude. where you are. You're getting your pic taken. Oh, yeah, dude. Getting some selfies in there, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you, before you know it, you're on Vine falling down an escalator. <laughs> uh, it, uh, search Eric Siska falling down an escalator. No, 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 no. Don't encourage them. <laughs> it's, it's, it's out there, but I don't like it. I saw. Oh, that really happened? No. <laughs> I was shocked. I was, I'm glad my acting. Oh, it's uh, getting, it's getting better. <laughs> this episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. 
I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. So there's like a manhunt out for this woman. They're trying to, you know, it's more like they're trying to protect her at this point, yes. get her mm-hmm. not so much trying to, you know, wrangle Keanu. And it's a thing where he has picked the perfect victim because mm-hmm. this woman has no friends. Mm-hmm. This woman has no family in the area. She has a job that no one even looks her in the eye when they're buying camera equipment. I from find her. a lot of this stuff unbelievable. Though. And yeah, she's totally clueless. Well, remember also, I mean, look. We're talking about the late 90s. We're writing and making this movie. Sure. I mean, there's no social media, man. You That's could, true. It was possible to be off the grid. But. but yeah. <laughs> oh, she's still totally clueless, if that's and what she's saying. She's an attractive young woman. I was going to say that, yeah, too. Yeah, and for, she's supposed to be 24 years old and whatnot. And, you know, she's she's not involved with anyone, which is fine. But, like, <laughs> James Spader gets a picture of her in the mail, right? That's what we're leading up to. Yeah. Yes. And he's got a day to find her or whatever. They're going to kill her. And they're talking about how she's like this shut-in or whatever. And it's it, it, and James Spader's like, well, he's not going to send me a picture of a prom queen. Yes. And oh, that's when oh, I was oh. like, what is that dig? Yeah. <laughs> she has, I, she, number one, she could be a prom queen. Uh, she has glasses. glasses. Yeah, but if, you know... If, if you're involved in a bet and you get those taken off, oh, I see. she could be <laughs> She could be all that. <laughs> there might be a, 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 a she's all that prior to this movie. She was a stupid movie. bet. She was just a stupid bet. <laughs> she was a game to me. I took her to prom. Listen, man, attractive people can be Kathy cartoons too, okay? I guess so. I mean, she's sitting at home. They have her. I mean, it is a Kathy cartoon. She Minus like the pint of ice cream. Mm. She's got the cat. She's watching a movie that she comes in in the middle of. And her life is so meaningless that she doesn't even care to start a movie from the beginning. Oh, come on. Yeah, We've all been Not there. everyone's you. But that's what's happening. That's what's happening. And then her mother calls her and harasses her about whether or not she's on a date. Yeah. Walking, living, breathing Kathy cartoon. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't think this movie's very good. <laughs> well, no, it's on We Hate Movies. Of course it's not good. It's on what? The name of the show that you've been doing for six years. I resign. <laughs> she, so um, the interesting thing is, so uh, James Spader's a burnout. Like he's doing drugs and blah, blah, blah. The funny thing is, like, he comes back to the FBI. Ernie Hudson's like, "All right, you're the, you're now lead on this case because you used to work it." And this guy named Mitch Casper will used to be working it. Oh, the dude who hates his rotten guts. Yes. That's a placeholder name in it, a screenplay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so is David Allen Griffin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah these these names are all making the final cut, which is awesome. But um, so like he, he 
uh, Spader keeps shitting on him. He's like, hey, you know, blow these pictures up. Give me a list of these names and blah, blah, blah. But the interesting thing is, like, Spader as a detective in this movie is not a genius. Like, it's not, he's not doing, like, Sherlockian, like, oh, that, like, she's using this. That means she's left-handed. No, or, like, he's, he's just working the case. <laughs> he is. He's just, like, he's just, like, he chasing. Seems, he seems mostly out of his element. <laughs> he really does. He does. And it's, it's so, to me, putting Mitch Casper on it. You know what? Mitch has been working this the last six months. <laughs> Spader is a consultant, but it's Mitch's case. But I think, you know, it's, listen, it's like, maybe it's a seniority thing. Maybe it's a, uh, you know, Joel has been working it since L.A. Oh, you want to count those? Oh, Joe. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, sorry. I forgot about that silent L. (laughs) (laughs) So this manhunt goes on and on. They, like, get to the mall. They do a bullshit thing where James Spader is standing in front of a glass elevator. And the woman gets on the elevator and Spader doesn't see her. And you're like... Well, in a good movie, you'd be like, he's right behind you. But yeah. in this movie, you're like, oh, the watcher. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I mean, they find, they get there too late. Keanu kills her. Can we talk a little bit about Keanu Reeves in this movie, a, a little bit about maybe why he's in this movie? This, oh, yeah, this is, a, this is a, a, an interesting couple of tales. There's two different theories out there, one for IMDb and one for Wikipedia. IMDb says Keanu attached himself to this movie because he liked the script. But the role was really small. It was like a cameo. He's like, yeah, I'll be a serial killer. You know, you'll get me for a day. They locked him into a rate, but then they started shopping his name around, and then they got all these other people and more money, and everyone wound up making more money than him. And then, then they also bumped up his role. Think about how this shit works. Both James Spader and Marissa Tomei got a million dollars for this movie. Are you, are you shitting me? A million, million bucks a piece, man. Wow. And Marissa Tomei's in this movie for like nine minutes. Kaninu got scale. <laughs> Kaninu? Kaninu. <laughs> I'm making scale! <laughs> you idiot! What am I, a dragon? <laughs> so, the Wikipedia theory... Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those nights. <laughs> uh, so, whatever. He, he he tried to get out of it, but then he realized like he'd be in a lot of legal trouble, so he just did it kind of very begrudgingly. Right. <laughs> the, the Wikipedia theory is so much better, which is that one of his friends signed his name on a contract... And that's why he needed to be in the movie. Can you imagine some dude just like, oh, this will be hilarious. We're going to make Keanu legally bound to make this movie. What are you doing, Brian? (laughs) Brian, did you sign my name to a contract? (laughs) Brian, did you just switch my cell provider, you idiot? (laughs) Brian, I didn't get HBO (laughs) until today, Brian. Brian, why am I doing The Watcher? Oh, no, I'm doing The Watcher, Brian! (laughs) Brian, get in here. This document says I'm doing the watcher. Is that true, Brian? Look, I allow you to open my mail. I allow you to live in my pool house, Brian. But this is too far. Brian, I never thought I would see the day when my executive mail assistant (laughs) double-crossed me. Brian, where are my Matrix sunglasses? (laughs) Are you walking around town in my Matrix sunglasses, Brian? Take off my speed jacket, Brian. (laughs) I got that when I made Speed. Dennis Hopper gave it to me as a present. Also, don't talk to Dennis Hopper anymore. When he calls, put me on the phone. Or say, Keanu's not home, Dennis. (laughs) Stop committing me to serial killer movies, Brian. Oh, fuck, Brian, the lake house. God damn you. (laughs) Am I in the replacements, Brian? (laughs) Brian, it's a football movie. Look at me, Brian. Do I look like I know anything about football? 
Brian, did you shred the good Bill and Ted 3 script? <laughs> you are such a dick, Brian. You are now assistant to the assistant of my mail opening. <laughs> Ted, get in here. You're Brian's supervisor. Brian's not living in the pool house for long, Ted. <laughs> that could be your spot, Ted. <laughs> Ted's going to have to find the ganja from now on, I think. <laughs> I just imagine his house is like a really nice, you know, palatial Hollywood estate, but it's also it says Keanu Industries on it. <laughs> He's got all what on like the gate? No, like inside of his bedroom. <laughs> Does he have mirrors on the ceiling? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brian, I owe you an apology. John Wick was a total success. <laughs> Man, but what a shit thing. It, like, uh, who knows if that's true, but can you imagine? In either case, it's very clear that he doesn't want to be in this movie. Well, you can tell that from watching the movie. I mean, you just watch him in this movie. And, like, I, I've said this on this show before, and I'll say it forever. I fucking love Keanu Reeves. I will watch Keanu Reeves in anything. I have seen The Lake House, goddammit. <laughs> but you can tell in this movie he's just like... Man, that fucking Brian is a real son of a bitch. What a terrible April Fool's Day prank it was <laughs> signing me on to this movie. When did Brian take over? Like right after River's Edge? <laughs> <laughs> right after River's Edge? No, there's been some good things since River's Edge. Speed, I guess, right? The, the Matrix? Matrix? Yeah. Oh, yeah, The Matrix, right. Cool. Look, whenever it is, and I'm saying it on the air so we can sue somebody if this happens... The side podcast, I want to get on the air one of these days, catching up with Keanu. Go through all of them, man. Every See? single thing, including TV shows. Sure. Right? Was he ever on a guest spot? Uh, he had some TV spot. movies and things. Like was when he, he ever was starting on the Cosby out. show, man? I don't think. No, that was Adam Sandler you're thinking of. Brian, why did I get a, Why am I supposed to be on the set of ER right now? <laughs> why is the, this week's director of this week's ER upset with me? You know who I don't want on my bad side, Brian? Michael Crichton. You might not remember, Brian, but he helped develop that show. Now I know why I didn't get the Lost World. Thanks, Brian. Big help, bro. Imagine a scenario at some swanky Hollywood party where Keanu Reeves is trying to meet Michael Crichton against the coldest of shoulders. What the hell? He said something about, well, it was convenient. I bothered to show up to a party, but not to work. Brian, do you have any idea what that could mean? Any idea what that's in reference to? Said I no? couldn't, couldn't even play a robot in a Westworld remake. That's what he said, Brian. Brian, you know how much I love Westworld, right? Like, really, really love it? Brian, it's so awkward. Now I can't go to Michael Crichton's funeral. <laughs> The bad blood has gone so far. He has put me in his will that I can't be in any projects. That is so fucked up, Brian, and you fucked that up for me. Stay tuned for Michael Crichton's funeral. He's, he's dead. Oh, is he's, he dead? He's been dead for a couple of years. Dude, he's oh, long dead. Really? Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. He died of cancer like three or four years ago, oh, possibly longer. Wow. R.I.P.D. Right. Oh, he, he, wait. He wrote the book R.I.P.D.'s based on, right? <laughs> He must have. It was the one time he dabbled in the world of bad comics. So this woman dies. Oh, um, right. Yeah, she's long dead. Now the second one is like a busker or something. She's, she's like a, a... No, 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 no. She's a runaway. Oh, a teenage run, 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 a runaway. But she's not like a drug addict. She's just kind of hanging out. <laughs> not all she's... Runaways are drug addicts. She is a 
runaway train. And she's never coming back, mm-hmm. turns out. Yeah. She's going the wrong way on a one-way track. So Keanu catches her eye. He's walking in the street. And, oh, man. And she's like, oh, you know, spare change, spare change. And he's like, hey, would you like to dance? <laughs> and she's like, no, there's no music. And she's like flirting with this guy. I mean, again, he looks like Keanu Reeves, but like, get the fuck out of there, lady. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I, you know, serial killers can be handsome. We're talking Ted Bundy syndrome. Sure, oh, yeah. oh my God. He was just oh. the handsomest dreamboat till he oh. killed you. Uh, it's it's kind of awesome though because it's like it's one of those moments he doesn't say it but it's sort of an implied like there's music everywhere like, <laughs> kind of bullshit thing you hear people say and they're just like dancing around in this public space and it's like embarrassing it <laughs> it's is. embarrassing so she gets the next picture and then we're, we're running around there and like her mom like, like her mom finds her on TV and she's like oh my god she's a runaway but she's like still pissed she's like yeah I don't know whatever that one over there thinks she's going to make something of herself. And I'm like, your daughter is in the crosshairs of a serial killer, madam. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome because she's like, they say something about like, when was the last time you heard from her? And she's like, oh, yeah. She called a couple months ago, said she had a new boyfriend, a lawyer. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're just like, lady again, crosshairs <laughs> of a serial killer, she's- if you don't mind. <laughs> what I love about this teenage runaway is one of her big lines to beg for money is going, hey, dad, don't you remember me? Like, just trying to, yeah, like... She's not fuck. very good at being no, a, she's, a grifter. She's very bad, but just the, <laughs> just the <laughs> fact that she'd go to, like, hey, like, oh, there's gotta be, I don't know, in this public plaza, there's probably 30 estranged fathers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the estranged father district of Chicago. I'm 16 to 17 years old. Somebody must have had sex 16 to 17 years ago. <laughs> Right? Did it like would that have ever worked? No. Do you? Oh, is that what it's supposed to be? Is like a surprise kiddening? Yeah, it's like I'm your kid. Now take care of me. <laughs> no, well, now I'm your kid, but all I need from you is a couple bucks to get on the L. Well, no, it's that's it's it's the it's the panhandler's credo, which is to mm. stop you in your tracks, no matter what. It's right. the, it's oh look, one second, one second, one second, the, or the. Uh, You'll, you'll see this in Times Square, and if you ever come to Times Square, A, don't. But B, anyone Never. that wants to to give you a free CD, you don't touch that CD. You don't no. talk to those guys. Not at yeah, all. No. Also, look out for those Woodies. Woodies? They're dressed up like Woody the Cowboy. Oh, yeah. Oh, but they got, like, boners, too? Is that what it is? <laughs> That's what yeah. you, well, Mickey, you're 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 yeah. really hitting Woody's hard there. Um, Mickey Mouse probably has boners too, and Elmo is notorious boner. Dude, anti-Semitic Elmo was my favorite of those Times Square deadbeats. He Dude. was the best. His name was Adam Sandler. Oh, that's right. I no relation, that. but he he was a self-hating Jew that would yell stuff about. How bad uh, Jewish people are. And can you imagine yeah. uh, some innocent family from Wisconsin who thinks going to Times Square is a great thing to do with your time and yeah. money? And then all of a sudden, this Elmo yeah. from the mouth of Elmo comes all this anti Semitic nonsense. You're paying these people to pose with your children. And these people are like the most dangerous men alive. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is like. Nothing to lose. Yeah. These are like. There could, for all, all I know, there could be a cartel assassin under one of those masks. <laughs> hey, Brian, you may have noticed I put a Cookie Monster costume on your bed. Get the fuck out. <laughs> That's your new role, Brian. <laughs> You're my official Cookie Monster player. 
Enjoy Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> that's that's what it started. And um, full disclosure, I can't do Keanu Reeves' voice. That's fine. None of us can. I don't know what the hell we're doing. No one's like, oh my God, did they get Keanu Reeves I thought this you, episode? I closed my eyes for a second. I thought he was in here. Well, oh man, I'd love it if Keanu Reeves came over to my house. I'd roll out the good the good china and uh, everything. You, hey, you, you th- played James Spader for him, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Dude, I'd be like, hey, Keanu, you want to play the lake house? Let's sit here and write each other letters from the future. Dude, for that future podcast, how about him on every single episode? Oh, it's man. It's like career retrospective. Brian, I... did you sign me up for a podcast? <laughs> oh, God damn it, Brian. <laughs> I'm on every fucking episode. <laughs> what a <laughs> commitment. <laughs> So much for John Wick too. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So I can't wait for that movie. Anyway, we she's living in a squat. Keanu finds her there. She's got like some sort of boyfriend, I guess. There's some sort of skater boy that's hanging out, and this nice. dude, this dude, this dude, yeah. is the late '90s in yeah. human form. Yeah, let him have. Oh my god, he's like a living, breathing pog. This fucking weirdo. <laughs> Oh my God! This I think guy. He was in the New Radicals, <laughs> dude. This guy's gonna get what you give, man. Don't give up. Oh my God! The oh fucking, my God! The this fucking guy. bass player of Marcy's Playground. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It's well, he does. Been... I mean, I, I, I'm reading the subtext. I think he's giving this young girl sex and candy. <laughs> I, I see. <laughs> So he, uh, Spader is like being really aggressive on the street. Like, hey, because I mean, it's it's still Spader and like, he's not likable in this movie. Like, he's, he's not. No, he's just he's so not. mean to everybody. But what is awesome in what you just referenced where he's being aggressive, what they're doing, like the clock is ticking. He's probably got a bad headache. Yeah. And he sees there's like these beat cops and they're like, you seen this girl? And like, people are just walking by and he's like. No, that's not how you do it. That's not how you do it. You get up to somebody. You can say, hey, did you see this girl? And someone's like trying to walk by. And he grabs this fat guy like by the tie. And he's like, get the fuck over here. You see this fucking girl? Look at the fucking picture. And the guy's like, no, man. Hey, no. And he you know, just runs away. And he's like, no, see, fellas, that's how you do it. I want to see more of that from now on. <laughs> so he, he grabs uh, the lead singer of Savage Garden and shakes him. <laughs> and he's like, hey, man, have you seen this girl? And he's like, fuck you, pig. And then there's like a fake chase. Oh yeah, that it's one of several times in this movie James Spader has to run a couple city blocks and gets mighty winded. He sure does. Oh man. So yeah, he kind of like shoves this dude up against a car and he's like just <laughs> get a minute, you're totally fucked. Just one minute. Uh so they go there the, the girl just gets killed. And now this is when Keanu gets it. There's another chase now. There's a lot of where, the start of this though. I just I have to please, mention please, it because it's it's two instances of people using things to hit other things that you don't normally use to hit things. Yeah, so this true. first one is like this woman is like sleeping. She has a a fire that's burning inside an open box fan because yep. that's how you do. Is that and, a euphemism? No, 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 no. <laughs> Not. She's literally. You know what? All right. Yeah. And so. <laughs> Like, he comes in, she's got music on. And it's like all fake Tori Amos throughout this entire movie. Big time. And he, he's like, that's some mighty fine music you have there. And she goes, <laughs> oh, you like it? Let me turn it up. And she leans down and she grabs this radio and smacks him in the face with a radio. It's awesome. But then she's murdered. <laughs> she's murdered very quickly. 
Brian, I got hit in the face today with a radio. Do you know anything about that, Brian? For this fucking movie you signed me up for. I didn't even read the script, but you did, Brian. <laughs> you thought it'd be good for me. You thought it'd be funny to see me get hit in the face with a radio, Brian. <laughs> so It's real fucking funny, Brian. So he's chasing, uh, Spader's chasing him. There's a helicopter. That for some reason can't keep up with Keanu. Because like, <laughs> the light is on him. And then like Keanu in all of his duff like spins. And this helicopter's like, where'd he go? And this is, it's bullshit because it does, it does what Daredevil did last week. It starts at a random part. This yep. movie starts at a random part of the movie yeah. and then flashes back. That's what this is. Because you realize like, oh, wait a second. All these police cars pulling up these helicopters. These are like the first shots of the movie. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's nothing. I mean, we're barely halfway through the movie when this happens. So he gets it. Another, uh, I think you were about to say, he, the yep. other thing that you hit something with. Oh, man. So he goes to like an abandoned whatever. Uh, Keanu's on the run. He picks up a toilet and <laughs> puts it through a car window. Dude, let me tell you something. You ever see a guy break a window with a toilet? Watch this movie and you can add that to your list. Holy shit, he picks up a, it's a full-size toilet and breaks this window. It's pretty cool. Oh, man, it's awesome. Then there's an incredibly long car chase that goes on and It's on. a car chase that I think Christopher Nolan stole from Batman, man. It's the same There's thing. a lot in this that's stolen for, for Christopher Nolan stole from the Batman <laughs> movies. But, like, this was kind of reminding me of the Blues Brothers. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of hilariously flipping cop cars in this movie. But, man... The most impossible thing. The way this car chase ends is Keanu pulls into like a closed gas station and he slides the car so that like the back of the car knocks out all the gas tanks and gas is flying everywhere. And he's just a fucking pervert. Like he's not an right. ex-CIA whatever. <laughs> or like a he's stunt driver. He's not John Wick. He's a fucking pervert that Kills women with piano wire. Yeah, he's a pervert that can use piano wire pretty well and takes some mighty fine photographs. But that's about <laughs> as far as it goes. Yes. And so the gas is just hemorrhaging all over this lot. These cop cars pull up. Keanu, he's got the windshield wipers on in the car, which is pretty funny. His car is getting covered in gasoline. He takes out a Zippo and throws it, like lights it and throws yeah. it. This fire trail goes, it lights up these police cars, it's a massive explosion, all these dudes are dead. But the hood of his car sets on fire a little bit, and he just drives off with this car on fire. That's against every movie law of physics, because once a car even remotely gets on fire, mm -hmm. it has to explode. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. that's against everything I've ever seen in movies. Uh, Brian, let me ask you, did you read this ridiculous scene with this car chase? How is my car not blowing up? <laughs> Wouldn't a logical movie to sign me up for in secret, Brian? Cut, eight, cut to eight years later. Brian, do you know I can't be in The Dark Knight because it rips off a movie I was previously in? <laughs> I've just lost Batman, Brian. Batman! Your, your actions have consequences you can't understand, Brian. <laughs> now, who would he have played in... <laughs> I guess two face? Yeah, it would yeah. have to be two Face. Oh, he probably... You know what? No, because what I realized while watching this movie, while I love him... Keanu can't play villains. No. It, it, this, this is weird. And I was trying to recall mm -hmm. if he has played villains in other movies. So Joseph Gordon-Levitt's role? Oh, the, oh. No, he's too old for that. I mean, yeah, no, but like, older than what Bale. could he be? Like, Jim Gordon? He's not Batman. For, I'm striking that from the record. <laughs> he's not. Fair enough. Maybe could not. Could Ghoul? 
Mm, may, He's got uh, that's that a Matrix villain. cash. That's a villain, but, um, oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe Bane? Maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian. <laughs> Finally, the role of a lifetime. No, the, the GNN reporter. Who played. Who, oh, the, Anthony the, Michael Hall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or or the, or the the tubby dude that like uh, uh, that the Joker says Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> no, the uh, the guy that's like, why should I have all the fun? Like everyone can go kill this guy. Oh, oh, the the, the, the accountant guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, <laughs> exactly. Or maybe the Morgan Freeman role. Maybe, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't agree with this mass surveillance, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that's more like it, Mister Wayne. <laughs> Oh, what if he was uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal in The Dark Knight? <laughs> Be nice to Jim Gordon. He's a friend. Maybe, um, what is it, like Tony Lister's role or whatever? Oh, the, the criminal oh, on the boat? Oh, God. Oh, the man. There's something that makes that movie imperfect, and it's that fucking sure whole is. side show. Yeah, but if it was Keanu. Oh, making it better? Maybe. I'm just doing what you should have done ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Could he done a, uh, a Jonathan Crane? Uh, yeah, or yeah, that, that's uh, that's probably the best. I mean, he couldn't right, be a good yes. Joker. He's not mad. No, no, no. He's no, not right. at Scarecrow, all. maybe, or maybe he could get a uh, pencil through his head. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'd be good at that. So somehow he evades police officers, helicopters, all sorts of shit. He gets away. Um, and like, here's something. James Spader's like, oh, and like he keeps calling James Spader because they're playing cat and mouse. It's hilarious. Even um, I think it's the second time the, the second lady that gets uh, put on alert, and like every time they go to the media and like everything, it's all over TV. Like, oh my god, this one, blah, blah blah. Yeah. And like at one point, like the media even says, "I guess this game of cat and mouse will go another day." Like they they literally say <laughs> the words cat and mouse, which you shouldn't do in your script. But um, he keeps calling up Spader, and he's like, oh. You keep going to that shitty Vietnamese restaurant, or like, oh, <laughs> your apartment is crap. Did you? Wouldn't you like? Wouldn't you be like, okay, hey FBI agents, why don't you stake out my house? I want six agents to follow me around. Right. And yeah. if you see anybody else following me around, right, yeah, They yeah, sort yeah. of have the seed of that idea though, because they cut to a scene of it's 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 Spader and Chris Ellis at the Vietnamese restaurant, and he's like. Chris Ellis is like, what a shitty restaurant. This is the worst restaurant in the city. And Spader's like, it's okay. By the way, you think he's watching us right now? And Chris <laughs> Ellis is like, nah. <laughs> and then he just goes on to complain about how he can't use chopsticks. Speaking of which, did you guys read that IMDb trivia that was like, it's ironic because James Spader hates Vietnamese food. Oh, man. Oh, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> Dude. Talk about useless things taking up space on the internet. Why? Why does that need to exist? And how does that exist? <laughs> exactly. Better update the trivia listing for The Watcher. Turns out I hate Vietnamese food. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing it, right? <laughs> He's emailing. From the Blacklist trailer. <laughs> Wade Redden would hate Vietnamese uh, food, too. Yeah, wait, what'd you call him? Isn't his name Wade Redden? Or Reddington? Ray, Ray, Ray Reddington. Oh, Raymond Reddington. Reddington. Yeah. I thought it was Wade. No, it's not. Ray. Ray no. Reddington. Who's Wade? The Merc with the Mouth? No, his name is Ray. <laughs> yes, Wade Wade Wilson is the Merc with the Mouth. Deadpool. Oh, 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 oh. In oh, theaters oh. last week. Um, but he's. <laughs> I think he's, isn't he Red Reddington? Yes, that's it, it's it's but that's that such a stupid, stupid, yeah, that's incredible. Red Redding, wait, wait I don't, Eric, you know 
I don't, don't know. you watch the show actively? I drop like I'm like like eight episodes behind. <laughs> but I don't think I think I, his I name think... has existed the entire time you've been watching. I don't something, know. Something yes. tells me his name was spoken sometime before season two started. Yes, no, I'm sure I've heard it seven thousand times. <laughs> but I'm not gonna listen. Uh, to listen, that. I watched a couple episodes of that show. I think it's okay. It was one of those like I'm watching way too much TV. That that's the position I was in, my friend, and yep. I said. Goodbye, Reddington. <laughs> Whatever. And I let is. him go off the off the top of Nakatomi Tower. You know what I was. <laughs> you know what I was happy to pick up though. Yeah, is that baskets? Yeah, no, with I Galifianakis saw, I and saw Louis Anderson. Two episodes and it was really good. It's fucking Louis awesome. Anderson is incredible in that show. He really is. It's it's. I think we're, we're Steve. Getting... Have you seen it yet? No, I haven't. And you know, but I do like you know because it's important. Like we make fun of people all the time, and we're just fat idiots. Like sometimes people do good shit, and yeah. when Louis does well, good for him, good on him. We're just oh, he's not on a fucking diving board. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> we're, oh, thank God. We're having fun on this show. We don't sure. actually viciously hate Louis Anderson or Brian Keanu's pool house boy. <laughs> I might hate him. Um, <laughs> Because <laughs> he doesn't exist. Um, yeah, we can hate. We can actually hate fake people. <laughs> but anytime it's talking about a real person, maybe aside from Jim Belushi, uh, you know, it's an act. We might be coming up to the Belushi and Sons, right? The he's, Belushi Sons. It's happening, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's, he's in that. Call me a hero. Uh, show me a hero. He's show in it for like one episode. It's very subdued. Performance. Yeah, you got to stop fucking with the city of Yonkers, you piece <laughs> of shit. And he's apparently going to have a role on Twin Peaks in some way. No, you got to stop fucking with the town of Twin Peaks, you piece of shit. <laughs> he's Confederate. I, I picture him confronting Canadian gangsters. I thought you were going to say he's a Confederate soldier. <laughs> he could be. Anything can happen oh on Twin God. Peaks. Oh, hey, the South will rise again in the, in the sleepy town of Twin Peaks. I'm a specter of the past. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to remind you, Dale Cooper, that... Uh, <laughs> Look out. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of I don't know. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, one of the things that uh, Spader should totally be surveilling and should know about is that clearly he's going to go after your therapist. He's yes. following you. You know he's following you. He know, you know he's going to follow you to your therapist who happens to be an attractive woman, which happens to be this guy's M.O., even though he's clearly a gay man who wants to have sex with you. Now and now, so here's a a bit of bullshit though. So there's a scene where Keanu, like Spader, gets in an elevator, and yep. you know you see the begloved hand open the door back up. He's wearing like a saber tooth jacket in this scene. <laughs> he, like it's it's like he suede looks, and fur. He looks pretty cool. <laughs> and uh, well, Keanu always looks cool. Yeah. And so uh, Keanu gets in the elevator, and you're like, oh fuck, you know. But what you learn from all of those flashbacks. Of, like, Spader running after him yeah. and the fire and all that. He definitely knows what Keanu Reeves looks like. At least the haircut. The haircut's the same. And this dude gets on. Now, to Keanu's credit, he doesn't say anything. Yeah. But come on. You know <laughs> what this dude looks like. He gets within, like, ten feet of him. And um, what happens is uh, Marissa Tomei is a terrible therapist who not only she, she's uh, – Keanu goes in for a consultation. He's like, oh, do you tape your sessions? And she's like, why, well, as a matter of fact, I do. Uh, for all my patients, like, interesting information to know. Wait, just to confirm, 
every last one of them? And you keep them here for some reason in an unlocked cabinet? Would awesome. it be that filing cabinet over there? It w- you wouldn't happen to label them all with the actual names of the patients, do you? Because that would be super helpful, as opposed to using like patient number one or some other coding mechanism so that people can't break into it and steal people's deepest, darkest secrets. Oh, crap. Let me clarify. Helpful to you. <laughs> you is the only person opening that filing cabinet over there. Which is unlocked, right? Just to be clear, for you. It's not. She, she labels this guy. Uh, it's, it's like John Campbell. You know, yeah. like the whole fucking name. And Keanu like breaks in like with a credit card practically. <laughs> and just opens this up and steals it. And then starts listening to his tapes. They're probably pleasuring thing. himself. Because it's like, you know, he's talking about Keanu Reeves. Yes, so it's like, the, oh, he's talking about me. Oh. And so the last act of this movie um, is basically uh, the last picture that he sends. Keanu is the, uh, uh, Keanu Spence Spader is the woman that they killed in L.A. Right. The, the prequel to The Watcher. The Watcher Begins. <laughs> the, the last act of The Watcher Begins is this. Right. Oh, it's this, this woman, and he's like, oh. It's that grave that I always manly go to and cry in front of. So he goes there. Well, because that's the creep city thing. And Keanu has a point. So, like, James Spader takes a cab to the cemetery, which, by the way, taking a cab into the cemetery, listen, get out and walk. (laughs) Be like, drop me off at these gates and I will walk into the cemetery. That was weird. It was a weird thing. There's some big cemeteries out there. I don't care. It's weird. Well, well, you know. You just turned into Paul Giamatti for a second. Oh, I don't man. care. You shouldn't be paying fares inside of a cemetery. It's fucking weird. But so it turns out, and Keanu totally has a point here, because it's the grave of the dead woman in Chicago. Yeah. And Keanu's like, did you move here to be closer to the grave of this dead woman? That's fucking sad, James Spader. <laughs> and, and what's awesome is Keanu... Very disrespectfully, is sitting there with a six or a sing tau on the fucking tombstone, <laughs> just yeah. knocking back a couple of beers. I was kind of watching this in the day. I was like, ooh, day drinking. That's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I watched this at nine o'clock in the morning, and I was like, day drinking. That's kind of fun. I watched this at night, and I was like, ooh, intimidating mourners. That's kind of fun. <laughs> the worst line of the movie is like, so Keanu's like, you fucking idiot. You went all the way here for a dead woman. He's like, I don't know. Do you just sit here going, she loves me. She's decomposing. Oh, she loves God. me. Yeah. She's decomposing. Be- Brian, you have to read this. <laughs> this, su- this script sucks, Brian. <laughs> Can I tell you, I, that's a bad line, but there's a line that I feel may rival it for the worst you line of the movie. You are not my talent agent. <laughs> Sorry. I had to do that. No, just previously in the movie, it means nothing. But after that whole car chase or, or whatever... Spader goes on some kind of drug bender or something. I want to mention it only because it's like Ernie Hudson's only substantial scene in the movie is he's like, you know, knocking on the door and Spader's not answering. They break in and they look around the apartment. Ernie Hudson finds him laying in the refrigerator like he's on the floor, but his head's like in the refrigerator. And Ernie Hudson's like, well, he's ice cold. And I'm like, well, he was sleeping in a refrigerator, Ernie Hudson. And he's hospitalized briefly. It means nothing. Zero. So um, basically, uh, he's like, all right, 
I actually, and he's like, you know, and Spader brought a gun. He's like, I got a gun on you. And he's like, yeah, well, the only way you're going to see your therapist who looks remarkably like this dead woman alive (laughs) is if you follow me on my game of cat and mouse. No, (laughs) here's what you do. You shoot him in the leg instantly. Uh Yeah. And, you know, in your paperwork, you say, like, you spotted him and he was running away. Sure, sure. sure. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, you just doctor your police work. (laughs) Like everyone does. I Yeah, I mean, everyone's doing it. We've all done it. We we have all we all got kicked off the NYPD. We didn't <laughs> ma- we didn't mention that. That was the uh, prequel series. So um, Spader gives him his gun, and they're about to go. The the cheapest thing this movie does, which is amazing, is like they're in the graveyard. He gives him the gun and start walking away to, to to I guess Keanu's car, and Keanu fires the gun. Oh, the yep. screen goes white, like because there's no blanks in the gun, and he's like, "Oh, you left it loaded, ha <laughs> ha!" And it's like, dude. You didn't put a blank in that gun. No. Or maybe that the effect didn't work or something. There's a lot or of Or is it supposed to like represent like oh, my migraines are going off from that gunshot? It's possibly kind of that because the other thing that this movie is filled with is late 90s music video camera filters yeah. all over That's the true. fucking place. Yeah. They've got a lot of that choppy slow motion shit like yep. strobe effect garbage living for- dead girl. <laughs> In the back of my granula. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not the crash test dummies. They were in there. No, they I know. Were, <laughs> they, they were there. They were in the back of the Dragula. <laughs> Sorry, there's no more room in the Dragula. The crash test dummies are taking up the whole back seat. Oh we're carpooling. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some bad sketch comedy team's done this already, but sure. it's Rob Zombie solving mysteries inside the Dracula. Oh, it's him, yeah. the crash test dummies. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, we could make like a fucked up 1990s Scooby-Doo mystery team. Sure. They're done. just driving around in the Dracula. You have a um, couple of... Weren't there... Uh, you could have the spider from the Sex and Candy video. He's yeah. there. He's their Scooby. <laughs> he's talking to everyone. Yeah, but he's voiced by Danny DeVito. <laughs> Bumblebee, be, Gir- Bumblebee Girl is kind of like the Oracle. Yeah. She's got all the computers back there. <laughs> or no, she's the Velma. I'm sorry. She's Velma. Right. She's Bumblebee Girl or, or, from... Uh, or Penny from Inspector Gadget type of vibe. You know, yeah, she's yeah. She's got all the... She's, no, she's figuring things out. Bumblebee Girl from uh, 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 Blind Melon. Right, right, the yes. Blind Melon uh, video. Yeah, totally. We could do this. Mm-hmm, Be mm-hmm. with some Butthatter there. Another thing uh, this movie loves, which is, it's a 90s the go- thing. The ghost of Kurt Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> they, pulled, they pulled the mask off. Also voiced by Danny DeVito. <laughs> or Frank Welker. <laughs> oh, yeah, Frank Welker. I heard Welker can do a mean Cobain. <laughs> we're on the road to oh, no, but the, the, thing that the hideout. Yeah, we're on the road to the hideout, and... We get there, and well, this is the car scene. Though this is somewhere, it's some weird garbage. This is where Keanu's like comes closest to kissing him. Yeah, he's just like, you know, you're like my best friend and my brother (laughs) and kind of my dad. Like it's this whole speech, and it's kind of awesome because what like Spader's driving the car and Keanu's riding shotgun, saying this speech, and he like hits him, and he's like, "You fucking look at me when I talk to you." And Spader looks at him like, "I'm driving a car." 
And it's actually a, a nice pairing because I think that they have decent enough chemistry. They Sp- do. Just uh, you need a better Spader movie. Is, Spader is pissed off this entire time because he's James fucking Spader and he doesn't want to have to talk to anybody. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. I think that's why he excelled uh, so well at doing the voice of Ultron because it was just him in a room. You <laughs> <laughs> never had to meet anyone. No. <laughs> I'm sure him and Robert Downey Jr. had a nice dinner. They talked about Tough Turf for a little bit. Oh, oh yeah. Man, to be a fly on the wall of that really nice restaurant where there aren't any flies in reality. And, like, you know, uh, maybe maybe uh, uh, RDJ gives Spader shit about his hair going, and then he's like, yeah, well, at least I, I had the balls to let it go. He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Dude, is that a rug? No, I don't know. Oh. I, I'm, not, I'm just saying. It. Yeah. Who knows? Everybody... He's got to be dying it, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, look, if, if Robert Downey Jr. actually had plugs or a rug, he has enough money that it would look as amazing as his actual hair does, so you would never know. Turns out Iron Man money gets you a pretty good rug. It does. No, he, I'm sure he has regular, <laughs> real hair. Um, so they go inside. Uh, Marissa Tomei is inside of a warehouse. This is when we... Cu- so... There's gasoline everywhere. There's a shotgun mounted at her face. It's sure. a real, it's a mousetrap, booby trap situation. So it's like if anyone opens the door that's not Keanu, mm-hmm. this gun's just going to shoot her to pieces. Yeah, you touch that cheese, the cage is going to fall. <laughs> that's right. Um, and this is, um, I guess Spader like, left his phone on so Ernie Hudson knows. And this is when, like... He, Keanu starts dancing and he's doing like <laughs> devil horns on his head. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's My doing human Yeah, he's doing the Dragula dance. And I I, I can't imagine he's not dan- that he's dancing that there's any other reason for him dancing other than to kind of try and turn James Spader on. He's like, is this doing anything for you, my devil horns? <laughs> Do you like this? I'll stop if you don't. <laughs> Just I mean, try it out. But it's so weird. Anything going on down there? It's so weird, though. <laughs> it's like, are Knock you... Knock on wood. <laughs> are you, like, trying to channel Michael Madsen, like... Dancing with a gun, yeah. kind of to a bad song, sort of a thing. It's weird. Are you gonna drag you all day, little doggy? <laughs> <laughs> but it's 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 stupid because like I realized watching this movie, I don't ever need to see Keanu Reeves dance. No, it's he's just no a John weird, Travolta. No, it's a weird thing. It's very weird. You're just looking at it like, is that good? <laughs> <laughs> like you don't even know. And then you're like, should I be looking at that? It's like staring into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he gets uh, Keanu pissed off because he's like, oh, you think we have this great big relationship? You're fucking paperwork to me. He's like, do you know how many serial killers are active in Illinois right now? Five. And I'm dude, like, that's says, an incredibly high number. No, <laughs> dude, he says five in the city of Chicago. <laughs> it's so good. It's just like, you're just a fucking job to me, buddy. What like, was I, just a job? Oh, wait, I was? Oh, man. <laughs> but You've got other gentlemen suitors? <laughs> five fucking serial killers in Chicago right now? Yeah, that's, yeah. A lo- that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's might, big time numbers. might have been bluffing. <laughs> But this I mean, is, yeah, I don't know what the statistics are. This is the scene that really reminded me of The Dark Knight because it's like all rigged to blow. Yeah, like, yeah. There's like gas or whatever all stacked up and it's like ready to light up. Yeah, uh, re- yes, yes, hardware store attendant. I do need 16 separate cans of gasoline. Thank you. <laughs> don't ask why. Isn't it weird you can't buy like seven packs of Sudafed, but I could buy all this gasoline? <laughs> and this sawed-off shotgun without a... Background check. <laughs> Closing time. 
Man, if that band just came around semi sonic, yeah, dude, fuck yeah, dude. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, some uh, Chumba Wamba. Chumba Wamba can get in that. Uh huh. Lit. Maybe, maybe Keanu is his own worst enemy. Who knows? He could be. I mean, the end of this movie is they get into a fight, right? (laughs) Yep. And and that shotgun that that uh, that that wall mounted shotgun comes into play. Sure does. It's my shotgun. It's Chekhov's shotgun. <laughs> I'm ready to blow, Captain. Here I come. Oh no, not on the deck of the Enterprise. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> Captain. The floor. What sucks though is Spader definitely just shoots Keanu in like the leg. Yeah. Not even like the foot or the knee, like something that will incapacitate you the way you want or to. Or the know? dick. Oh, yeah, shoot him right in the dick, dude. The beloved dick shot. That'll we'll shoot, do it. Shoot him while he's dancing at his devil horns. <laughs> oh, my God, shot the devil horns. <laughs> um, he basically, I mean, like they, they jump, the whole fucking warehouse is on fire. The big dumb, like. Spader sets the fire, though. Yeah. Because yeah. the other thing is. And again, more to this theory that, you know, Keanu's got it bad for Spader in this movie. There's all of the gasoline and whatnot, but there's candles everywhere, yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is like when these candles burn down, they might get to the gas or whatever. It's scented, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know what, like, he throws something at him or yeah. something happens and Spader knocks over one of these candles. Yeah. And that starts this huge blaze. And him and Rosatome jump out the window, and like Keanu doesn't get out in time. Oh, he He's totally catches on fire. Burning up, and then he jumps out the window. And this is some spawn level special effects. Woof, the CGI fire. This is Man. insane. It's so bad. And it's the, it's the end of your movie. This is the most important scene in your movie, theoretically. I yep. honestly thought that. At the end here would be a fight in that in in the water down there, yeah. with Keanu as like a a blackened burnt skeleton. <laughs> oh man, that like would be awesome. Jason and the Argonauts like fighting James Spader. <laughs> well, the interesting thing is there is no uh, uh, last act. Oh, we, we thought he was dead. Now he's back because I think Keanu was just done. Like Keanu's like, put a fucking dummy in the water. I'm dead. Okay, <laughs> yeah, congratulations. No, no, no. There won't be a twist ending. Thank you very much. <laughs> If you want Brian to do it, he'll do it. But I am done. Sure, he's fat and has red hair, so he looks nothing like me. That doesn't matter. This movie fucking sucks anyway. No one's going to see it. As a matter of fact, I remember... That no one would I, I had just started working at the multiplex at the time when this movie came out. Mm. And you had to do the thing where every Thursday night, like you put up the new posters, this, that, and the other thing. And so I've just got this like roll of posters that I'm putting up in the cases. And I didn't know what this movie was. I thought I, the poster was pretty cool. I, I, I yeah. didn't see the movie until last fucking night. <laughs> But in 2000, I was like, that movie looks pretty cool. Dude, I put up this poster, and I'm not paying attention. You just, like, stick it in the light box, and I close it, and I lock it, and I step back, and I look at it, and I was like, no one's seeing this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's like uh, Keanu in a darkened silhouette. Yes, Yes. and he's holding the piano wire and whatever. I was like, oh, yeah, dude, what's he up to? (laughs) Turns out it was no good. So the the end of the movie is the end of the movie. Like, Keanu does not come back for... Like, there's just like... The red skull is in the water, Dude, they make a point (laughs) to be like, this movie is over with, because, like, Spader helps get Marissa Tomei out of the water, and then he swims over to Keanu, who's face down and he turns him over and it's like Rah! 
<laughs> and it's like, all right, yeah, that dude's dead. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not coming back. There's no Watcher too. Yeah, you can see the inside of his face. And I think the last line is, um, oh, uh, because like it's it's like they replay the uh, like uh, Dracula. Spader- <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they replay Spader's first conversation with Marissa Tomei. And oh, right. As a therapist, you know, you would. He says, "Time's up." Which is really just like, yeah, I'm done with this movie. Thanks, yeah. and good night, Brian. Everyone, so the editor was done. He was like, you know a great way to end this? Just put times up in there. <laughs> done with this movie, man. Like, just talk. It's one of those things where it's like, why'd you want to make this movie? Why did anybody want to make well, this movie? movies about killers were all the rage. In the late, yeah, late 90s, early 1000s, it was, I mean, like, mm-hmm. we still get it a little bit, but yeah, there was that post seven yeah you're right sounds of the yeah. lamb like any kind of serial killer movie wherein the serial killer is cat and mousing with someone right and Slash, kn- it's kind of sexy and <laughs> definitely want it to be a little bit sexy just a little sexy this movie could have been sexified by like 65 percent yeah though. man you know like well, we weren't ready for it as a country unfortunately i, but I there's would have ways loved, to do it man i would have loved for them to get down and fucking dirty Oh yeah, movie, and Spader's man. doing like a is this what you want? You know, mm-hmm. this is what you've always wanted kind of a thing. Like wow. tricking him so like Tomei can get out of there kind of a thing. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, dude, like the saxophone comes in. There's no saxophone in this no. movie. It's all fucking Dragulas left and right. You know, too many Dragulas. <laughs> gotta tell you, that just worked for me. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, back then, the the value of a Dragula was way higher than it is today. It, it was kind of cool. It was kind of cool to have a Dragula in your movie. I kind of want my funeral. I mean, like, well, you know, I'll write a funeral when I'm older, but like if, if I or write a will when I'm older. But if, if not, I want to write it now, if if before I get to it. I'd like Dragula to play at my funeral. Like I just want, like, just like it's a real stoic memorial service. It's a big picture of me, and yeah. everyone's really sad. It's like Stephen wanted um, one song to play uh, in its any- entirety. Oh, in its- oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, before, after before uh, eulogy, Stephen would like everyone to just ruminate on uh, this song. <clears throat> Do you have your permission to put that on Periscope? <laughs> Please Periscope L- live that. stream that. Dude, we're definitely going to have to live stream Steve's funeral. There is an 85% chance I'm going to listen to Rom Zombie when, we le- when I leave here tonight. Yeah, good, good idea. And now I'm going to think about you dying. <laughs> more so than usual. More, a little bit more. A little bit more. I haven't seen it yet. Guaranteed to be better than The Watcher. Rob Zombie's 31 coming out this year. I'm fucking pumped for that movie. Oh, yeah, what's that about? It's about a bunch of people, like, get stuck in, in some, like, I don't know if it's, like, a house or a facility or something like that, and there's fucking crazy clowns trying to kill them. Clowns? I, I don't know if I can do that one, I guys. Know. Uh, Dude, I'm I don't gonna know. Dude, I'm going to have to wear a Dude, I'm wearing a diaper so. to the theater. I'm going <laughs> to have to. I don't know if I can handle it. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Because I really liked his last movie, and I was when you were like, oh, a house, I'm like, that's so cool. If you said anything else... Other than clowns, if you're like devil people or whatever, I'm like, yeah. Then you're like clowns. I'm like, no. I know, dude. (laughs) uh, No. That guy loves clowns. Yeah, he loves eerie clowns Mm -hmm. specifically. Uh, Would anybody recommend The Watcher? Nope. (laughs) No, I would not. Uh, It's okay. It's like sort of just such a... It's a bit of a time capsule movie. You can enjoy some of yeah. it, but eh, not really. I actually think this might be an all right hangover movie. Yeah. My thoughts exactly. Because it's move. like 
it's slow, it's meandering, it's like a detective movie, but you don't really have to pay attention. <laughs> no, no you know exactly where it's going, like, that's okay, the thing. Yeah. I you know, I feel like if you're fucking trashed on a Sunday morning, you know? Yeah. After you finish listening to that Velvet Underground song Sunday morning, <laughs> you put on the watcher. And you watch it. No, exactly. Like, if you wake up and you feel like a cat shit down your throat, put on the watcher and just yeah. recover with some Gatorade. But um, under no other circumstances. No. Like, no. this is not like a get your buddies together around no, the television. No, not at all. No, no. no. This, no, is, no, this no. is hangover or bust. <laughs> That's the watcher from the year 2000, directed by Joe Charbonac. Charbonac. Who cares? Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, Check out our website, whmpodcast.com, or find us over at sideshownetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at whmpodcast. Right into the ye old mailbag, of course. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. We would greatly appreciate it. I want to stress that a little bit. Yep. I've uh, noticed, guys, you're not really rating and reviewing the show on <laughs> iTunes or Stitcher Radio or wherever you receive the program. We it matters. You it don't does. think it matters, but like your vote counts, and your your quarterly reports are your quarterly review is coming up. So <laughs> now but, would be the time. You know this draconian iTunes system. You know yeah. uh, reviews are weighted. It would really help the profile of the show if you would take ten. Goddamn seconds out of your day. <laughs> I mean, it's like 10 seconds. It's 10 seconds. You're doing something that's not watching part of the Watcher, so that's fine. There you go. Uh, so next week, we're venturing into what now? Olympus has fallen. We're going to the nation's capital to watch it explode. That's right. It's our live episode recorded at the DC Improv back last December, it was. Ooh. We had a great time down there in DC, so we will be coming to you. Well, not live. It was recorded literally months ago. But uh, great room, great crowd, great club. We were happy to be there. Thank you for coming out. Yeah, if you were there. Yeah. You know. if, if, but if you snuck in. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, you know, get ready for Gerard Butler impressions, mm -hmm. Morgan Freeman impressions. Some Aaron Eckhart's in there. Oh, I don't know if we're doing Aaron Eckhart impressions necessarily. Um, I did some uh, Aaron Eckhart face expressions. Uh, you okay. had to be there. <laughs> it pays to go to the live shows. And the week after that, we'll be doing The Shadow when we go to Listener Request Month. That That's is right. correct. So next week, live episode, Olympus Has Fallen. And then Listener Request Month kicks off with Alec Baldwin. In the shadow. So until next week, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Sisko. Take it easy.